it's Erica. <laughs> and it's Liana. This is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. I'm drinking port tonight, not just wine. You want to know what I'm drinking? What? Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, oh, you're so fancy. It was a surprise bottle I didn't know was in our fridge. Ooh, so you have no idea how old it is. No, I think, I mean, it's new. I just don't uh, know how it got there. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like you opened it when you were drinking and you didn't No, it was brand it? new. Oh, oh, so it was like surprise from Bobby. I maybe. don't think so. He didn't know where it came from. <laughs> From your mom? I was, the only thing I could think of was, like, maybe Thanksgiving they brought wine over, but I don't think it's been in my fridge that long. I would have drank it. Mm. Yeah, well. Or he got it and forgot to tell me. And then he forgot that he forgot? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I don't know Wine stories with Erica and Liana. Where does it come from? We don't know. We don't know. We'll drink it. We'll drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so we are coming off of a week off of normal podcasting, and it's been weird, and we both missed it a lot. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, I thought I needed I a break. I, I wouldn't have been able to record anyway, but I was like, yeah, I need a break. I didn't need a break. I was really sad. Me too. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I don't need this break, <laughs> but I don't know how I'm going to record. I so. was sad. I Never know. again. Probably. No. <laughs> Probably, at least once. <laughs> But we'll try to have episodes in the wings for you when we do this again, if we need to take a break for this whatever reason. But it's a new year. Yay. Yeah. 2020 mm-hmm. coming up night, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to run for office. We're going to 2020 this bitch. <laughs> Vote for us. <laughs> uh, can you Are do we- that in... When you vote, is there an other that you can fill in by hand? Can't you do that? Mm, probably. Because wasn't that like when you're a thing where like random yeah, ass people so. like had like 50 votes or something? Yeah, there was this guy that was wearing a boot on his head. Yes. And he was he was throwing <laughs> glitter at guys. And he looked like Rumpelstiltskin, but with a boot on his head. I'm not shitting you. Uh, I'm into <laughs> I it. Loved, I loved him. <laughs> mm. Wow. So people can vote for us. I like that. Yeah, let's see if we can get some votes. Yeah. (laughs) Rock the vote toward night guys. We're qualified. We are. We're about as qualified as we need to be. I mean, two for the price of one. So many minds will be changed. So many. (laughs) We'll uh, declassify everything. Oh, yeah. NORAD, we're coming for you. Plum Island, (laughs) big time. (laughs) Could you imagine us in the debates if we made it that far? Like in (laughs) an alternate reality? (laughs) I'd be First of all, zo- how stupid would we out. look when it's all of the podiums up there and it's me and you cramped behind one together? <laughs> Already visually I stupid. <laughs> I think we'd fit. We could be awkward and either go, okay, we could either go logically, which would be side by side, or mm-hmm. one of us is behind the other with arms around but hands on the podium. So it's like kind of like a stance. Oh. <laughs> I like that. It's kind of like in the um, in uh, Step Brothers, where they're both in the interview together with <laughs> <Kind> tuxedos, <of. laughs> and we wear tuxedos. <laughs> and then they ask, like, "How do you feel about <laughs> tensions in the Middle East?" We'll be like, "Oh, it's not good." But you know what we would do? We would we would declassify everything. <laughs> it's just our answer. <laughs> We're solely just here, guys, 
to to figure out what's going on in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Also, we'll just send pot to everybody over there. Everyone needs to take a chill pill, smoke some pot. If you don't want to smoke it, I don't know, do some drops or something. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'll send a, chill, chill. I'll send wine. Wine and candy. Well, sometimes wine, like sometimes alcohol makes people hyped up and crazy and angry. Not everybody has the amazing demeanor that we have. We get friendlier and more excitable about space and stuff and ghosts. And then we slur. And it's so fun. <laughs> oh, I want to run for mm. office now. I, I don't. Okay. I'll stand in front. You can uh, put your arms around me in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the hugger. <laughs> I'll say well, things that go in circles and everyone's confused. <laughs> That's what they do anyway. It is true. And you always say, thank you so much for the question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you so much for asking. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but can't you respect that I don't know? Can't you? And if you can't, that's the problem with our economy today. Thank you. <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> and this is why tensions are high in the Middle East. Next question. Basically, <laughs> basically, every answer would be like, remember that girl who was on um. Oh, the South Carolina. The, the, I can't the, even get it out. she say like the Africa and the Iran or the Iraq? She, she gives but, everything a proper and, the. Yeah. And do you remember though the part where she was like, and like, I would go with the always for doing the things with together. We will be one like all of it. And <laughs> thank you so much. I'm going to put every word I've ever known into my mouth like, and just spit it out at you. Oh, my God. It was like no nouns in that sentence. <laughs> Poor thing. It's so good. Oh, my God. I feel Erica's for crying. her because it's like sucks. Yeah, you get put on the spot like and that. And she's... Uh, but I know, like, I, I don't think that's a reflection on her. Like, if she's not dumb, I'm sure she's just as smart as the rest of us. But, like, the answer was so <laughs> I actually watched that recently, and I was just, I was, again, I felt so much pain for her. <laughs> the thing it. is, though, she deserved it because she, she could have stopped. Just save face and say, I'm tongue-tied. I'm sorry. I think they have to speak for a certain they, they only get a very short period of time to speak. But they don't have to fill it. They don't. Because oh, a lot of times yeah. um, they'll get a warning that says, like, you have five seconds or whatever it is. And then Well, maybe done. she was told by her trainer that she's supposed to. Because I imagine these girls are all trained. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> fill, the, fill the space. It doesn't matter what you put in it. It's okay. Just fill it. Fill the space. You'll you'll do great in the bikini round. It's next. <laughs> Poor thing. They probably were like, okay, your questions are going to be on American economies or like drug trafficking or whatever yeah. in the Americas. And then she got asked something about Iran and she's like, oh, what? <laughs> What's even more dumb is it's someone <laughs> stupid like... I don't even know David Hasselhoff asking her, like, who is, what is this world we live in where someone like him or, like, Snoop Dogg's like, how you feel about <laughs> Iran? It's like, 
I don't know. How do you And she's running for, like, a pageant. This is insane. She's just there to smile and, like, help raise money for charities that need money. Why do we need to know if she feels about the Middle East? insane she's definitely not right for talk about how you want to like help people in need or whatever like it's just madness it's poor baby (laughs) (laughs) oh my god hold on on. i can hear her crying outside the door's not even shut she's just standing out there like a doof oh oh honey come here it's hard to be well, a kitty. We have very exciting things coming up soon. Be checking our social media, namely our Instagram. We've got some stuff coming up. We think you're going to like it. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting. It'll be thrilling, dangerous, um, suspenseful, uh, <laughs> possibly illegal. <laughs> we'll no, see. it won't be. <laughs> Maybe. Depends how you no, use we it. Made sh- we're fixing it. No. So that it won't be. It depends. Oh, it might be. I mean, I don't really care. I mean... Damn the man. Yeah. Save the empire. And the Iraq and the <laughs> South Africa will all get together and do things or whatever the hell that poor girl says. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out. that We have listeners in South Africa. Did we talk about that? I think oh, we did we last didn't. time. We talked about... No, we talked about that on just to each other. Oh, okay. Shout out to South Africa and Indonesia. Yes. But we charted in South Africa. And Indonesia. Oh, but we charted higher in South Africa. That's what I remember. We were 16th for comedy. Yeah. (laughs) So random. (laughs) I'm into it. Whoever there in South Africa is holding it down for us, you're awesome. Yeah. Tell us who you are. We'll send you stuff like stickers and shit. Stickers. We can do stickers. Mm -hmm. We've got to get more stickers made. Yeah. We need Mm -hmm. updated ones. We do. So I don't have news today, but I do have a story. Do you want to read your news? Yeah, and... let's do news first. That in cool. my head makes more sense. Well, I have two, but one's really short. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do, do what, what you want to do. do. Okay. Okay, honey, please don't. Oh, my cat. Well, <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This sounds like if you believe in like parallel universe or like this, that kind of shit. Okay. This would happen to us in a parallel universe. What, dude? Drivers trapped by piles of tumbleweeds up to 30 feet high. (laughs) (laughs) Trapped in the the lightest possible substance (laughs) in a car. Dude, those things are spiky as hell. (laughs) They're so painful. If you don't have gloves, that's going to suck. Okay, so several people were stuck in their cars as the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve after becoming trapped by piles of tumbleweeds up to 20 to 30 feet high. Holy crap, where were they? Crazy high. A U.S. highway in Washington State had to be closed in both directions. Washington State? Uh, 6.30 p.m. New Year's Eve due to balls of dry plants blowing in. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's insane, the pictures. Trooper Chris Thorson of Washington State Patrol said five cars and one truck had been trapped in the tumbleweeds in an incident <laughs> which he dubbed Tumblegeddon. <laughs> oh, I like it. I was expecting Tumblegate. <laughs> the plants were so thick that snow plows had to be used to clear the scene. Wow. It's crazy. It took 10 hours before authorities were able to reopen the, oh. the road. If I were trapped in my car that long, I would have peed in my car. Oh, for sure. 
People were stuck at midnight and rung in the new year. New year tramped under the weeds. <laughs> That's how, wait. How did they get in there? And how did that like wall of them fall on their cars? That's I guess what it I blew know. in. I don't know. But this is the this is the interesting part. <laughs> It's more interesting. Yeah. Trooper Thorson said after the sun rose, one car was found abandoned with no one in it. Oh, they became one of the tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> the tumbleweeds ate him. It's like the fog. Oh. Or the mist. Uh, he said no one has been injured. No collisions. Um, Washington State Department of Transportation said big thanks to our crews who spent all New Year's Eve 2020 dealing Aww. with tumbleweeds. Um, which in a million years was not something I expected to start the year tweeting about. That's crazy. I, guess... I mean, when we were driving north to visit Sean's parents for Christmas, uh, it was, I mean, it was about 30 mile an hour winds down off of the grapevine, which is leading out of LA going to Northern California. It's all farmland where there's just a shit ton of tumbleweeds and they were everywhere across the freeway and the freeway was covered with like sand and people were getting sandblasted and pelted because we stopped to get gas and coffee and stuff and everybody was just i've <laughs> it looked like everybody was in a hurricane or like a tornado weird Creepy. yeah it was nuts and there were tumbleweeds everywhere those things suck they hurt and they stick to your car <laughs> so and they scratch the hell out of your car i bet everybody in that situation needs a new paint job probably okay this is <laughs> this is the other news okay this okay. one's pretty cool um they think they might have found the oldest family vacation photo to stonehenge oh wh- that's weird yeah I like that it reminds me of the one picture of sarah winchester the winchester mystery house lady sure um because it's like her outside of like kind of outside of the house like in the carriage area where she's standing mm-hmm. by like her horses and stuff one of the few times she left <laughs> yeah barely uh <laughs> um it's pretty crazy though this picture so it's two ladies and like a little buggy one horse and then a guy looking like he's talking to the horse to be quite honest so it's you me and elliot it's just really weird but um it dates back to 1875 it's believed to be the earliest family photo taken at stonehenge um the image shows isabel maud and robert ralph as they enjoy a day out at the ancient site complete with horse and carriage um there's a few photos the picture contributed by the family's descendants will be displayed alongside 147 others as part of your stonehenge it's like 150 years of people's photos that's so fun yeah wait where is it on display uh wiltshire england lame i want to go british friends go visit for us please take pictures go do Um, things for us they were the photos were collected after english heritage were collected after English Heritage, a charity that looks after the ancient site, asked people to share photographs of when they've gone to mark 100 years of public ownership. The images range from every day to the tragic one photograph of 20-year-old Sergeant Observer Douglas Bryan McLaren and his little sister Joyce captures the last time Joyce, then 10, would be seen, would see her brother who was to leave for the Air Force. Oh, that's so sad. Hmm. It was the last time we saw him. He was posted on Malta and reported missing, believed killed on a bombing raid attack um, by German convoy taking spies to North Africa. Hmm. Um, oh, this is cute. Um, there's like a couple 
They just look cute in their picture. <laughs> um, photographer Martin Parr, who assisted with the curation of the images, also supplied the most recent image in the collection of an unknown couple taking a selfie on the autumn equinox with the stones in the background. I oh. first photographed Stonehenge years ago, and it was fantastic to be invited back to photograph it again for this exhibition. I loved looking at the images that people sent in. Um, super cool. People have been visiting Stonehenge for centuries for all sorts of reasons, taking photos of themselves and their loved ones in front of the stones since the very earliest days of photography. I really need to go there. Me too. I feel like I made a giant mistake by going to England and not going there, but I wasn't in charge of where we were going on our trip, so... <sighs> I'm going to use that as my excuse. We ages should ago. go. Yeah, I really think we need to go. Like we somehow we'll so use our Patreon money together. to go on a giant trip to England and see all the places people got beheaded. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take Esme. Someone got beheaded here. Someone. With- Esme, go stand next to where the guillotine was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have enough friends in England, hint, hint, that we could, you know, stay with. Let, 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 let. Y'all, we don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sleep on your couch. Please. <laughs> also, look at this. <sighs> my cat is sitting on the chair behind me, behind my head. Oh, no. Nope. There she goes. Done. I think she didn't like me looking at her butt. Nope, hated it. Okay, so I want to <laughs> read a story from one of our listeners. This is um, from William R. I'm not going to give you your last name, just in case you don't want me to. And guys, if you want us to read stories on our podcast that you have of spooky stuff, please send them to us because this is awesome. Yes. We love them. Love it them. It makes me so happy. Like I read them and I get all excited and I'm like, holy shit, why isn't this happening? I only yet? read part of this one. I me too. I to wait. I, I know. I started to read it and then I was like, no, no, be surprised. So this is mostly a first reaction because I only read like a two sentences and I was like, no, must Sweet. not. Okay. Into it. Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm really enjoying the podcast and I wanted to tell you my experience. Well, Thank you. thank you. And thank you. It's nothing spectacular, but it definitely affected me for most of my early life. I'm sure it's spectacular. Yeah. This story spans years of my life from 10 to 22. There will probably be some grammatical errors and misplaced pronunciations, pr- punctuations, excuse me. I can't even speak. So there we go. So just bear <laughs> with me. It all starts when I was 10. Me and my cousin played in the woods a lot when we were little. Dude, I played in the woods all the time. Woods are fun. F- forts. Mm-hmm. The best. Mm-hmm. Mud. Awesome. Yeah, Sticks, uh, great. I had a little fort I made with a little pond and there were all these crawdads in it. Oh, we had, we made a pond and then one time we went back to it, like after we weren't there for like a week and there were frogs and I was stoked. Oh, that's cool. I'm sure I had that too. I just remember the crawdads. Crawdads are awesome and scary. They are. PNG. They're, They're fun though. Scary. Oh, there was one's abandoned cat, not abandoned, but kitties, like a feral <gasps> cat. Adopt all of them. I remember my brother picked one up and it bit him everywhere and then he had to get rabies shots in the butt. Good job, cat. <laughs> we like you. Cat, <laughs> cat for the win. That's our vice president. <laughs> rabies cat. Rabies cat. <laughs> oh, Punky's going to be pissed. Um, uh, he's secretary defense. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so they were in the woods because that was basically all we had to do in rural Alabama in the mid-90s. Same thing with rural California. Uh, one particularly particular day we left the trails that we that were in the woods behind my house and we were just walking in the wilderness pretty much and when we stumbled upon some weird stuff uh there were a lot of logs 
and household items scattered around in a circle. It was strange, but not the stuff from inside of a house, all stuff that could be outside, parts of cars, lawnmowers, clotheslines, etc. So we checked it out. No. While I was looking at the stuff, I asked my cousin what she thought it was. I didn't get an answer. I asked again. Nothing. So I looked up at her, and she was frozen in place. Ew. <laughs> she was pale. It looked like she had seen a ghost, but it was no ghost. I turned to look at what she was looking at, and mind you, I only looked for a split second because what I saw still scares me. It was huge, dark brown, and covered in hair from head to toe, basically. I just jumped up, pushed her, and said, run. Do you think they saw the, what was that, the skunk ape? Because <laughs> no, because so. the skunk ape is down south, <laughs> isn't he? Uh, I, I know he's you in know, Florida. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe it was a skunk ape. Sorry, I keep losing my spot because this is like one big long paragraph and I'm really bad at reading. Okay. <laughs> I just jumped up, pushed her and said, run. When we finally made it to the house, it looked like we had been cut up with knives because we didn't take any trails back. We ran straight back through the uh, through thorn oh. bushes and all. Oh man, that sucks. sucks. We told my mother what happened, but of course she dismissed it. It truly terrified me. Growing up in the South, we hunt and love the woods, but that encounter stopped all of that for me for a very long time. Don't blame me bud skip ahead to when we were 16 mind you nothing had happened since then it's a long gap but we were still both freaked out one night while hanging out with my brother we decided to bring it up i was hoping he would call us crazy and could just dismiss it but that wasn't the case we told him what had happened he proceeded to tell us about the time that he had gone he had one he and one of his friends had taken some cigarettes from my parents bad yeah they were going to We're going to go smoke them under a bridge not far from our house down the road. He said on the way there, they noticed something in the ditch on the side of the road. These ditches are about three to four feet deep. Good God. That's Uh, really, yeah. What? That's very deep. Don't drive off the road. (laughs) He's so screwed. (laughs) Um, He said, as they got closer, it looked like a giant blob of hair in the ditch. I don't like <laughs> so that. Gross. I don't like it. When they got about 20 yards from it, it stood up. Mm. Okay, looking at both of look it stood up looking at both of them eye level. If he if what he says is true, this puts this thing about oh, about 9 feet cuz it was standing in the ditch. So it stood up and when it stood up got you. So when they were about 10 years old. So needless to say, I wasn't comforted by his words. I managed to get over my fear and started going back in the woods. I gave up hunting, though. I just wanted to learn more about animals. And nothing really happened until I was 21. <sighs> but things seemed to, ramp- seemed to ramp up then. One night, I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone about 12. I kept hearing a strange noise outside, so I told her I needed to go check it out. No, friend. <laughs> Stay inside. <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> I hear strange sounds. <laughs> Make them do it. (laughs) About 10 seconds after I hung up the phone, a sound that I can't possibly put into words happened outside the house. There's never been a sound like that that shook me like that one did. All of the dogs from at least a quarter mile around were going fucking crazy. Not just a regular bark at the wind or another dog... Or another dog. This was a terrified bark and a whimper. They were afraid, and so was I. It sounded like it was in the front yard. I finally got the balls to check it out, but not before I grabbed a shotgun. Smart. Because we all have shotguns in the South. (laughs) Good. But it wasn't in the yard. It was in the woods across the road. No. So naturally, with my big balls and a shotgun, I didn't go looking for it. Thank you for not going. Thank you for not pulling a Scooby-Doo. So now that I've gotten back into the subject of... Now that I've gotten back to the subject of Sasquatch, it sounded very close to the audio recordings of Sasquatch screaming. Ew. 
Ugh. It was louder than pretty much anything I've ever heard. And I could feel it in my chest, almost like you can feel the bass at a concert. Ugh. It stopped after about 45 Mm-mm. minutes? 45 Ew, minutes. That's a long ass time. That's way too long. I would have called the cops like 60 times, been like, where the shit are you? Ugh. Ugh. Needless to say, I didn't sleep that night. Slip ahead. Oh, skip ahead. Sorry, I can't read. Skip ahead a few months. (laughs) Our cousins were our neighbors. So one morning, uh, their father was getting up to go to work. When he got outside, he noticed that my mom's interior light was on in her car. So he was going to go turn it off for her. On the way to our house, he heard a sound coming from the woods. I had a very protective Sharpie dog. What's a Sharpie dog? Oh, a Sharpie. Oh, oh. (laughs) Got it. I'm cool. Um, I had a very protective Sharpay dog. So he, th- oh, Sharpays are so cute. So he thought it was him. Then he said something growled at him, but it wasn't a dog. He said he shouted at it and whatever it was threw a large rock or log and then <gasps> took off running through the woods. No. He said that it sounded like a bulldozer tearing the woods up. He never made it to my mom's car. He promptly went back inside. <laughs> Smart. Ew. Oh, wait. Okay. So that pretty much covers what I've experienced and heard. There's some things that I noticed after learning more about Sasquatch behavior, like the feeling of being watched, which happened a lot looking back. Oh, I would hate that. Thank God he didn't hurt the dog. (laughs) I know. He didn't hurt the dog. And also, he. Everybody did the smart thing of like going back inside. That makes me really happy. I hate that idea of being in your house and you feel like something's watching you. It's so creepy. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do because I would cover everything but i'd still be like you can see me anyway he says i hope you enjoy this feel free to share so thank you and he also says he has a ghost story so yeah uh, william this is your invitation send us ghost story please 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 do i'll it. make erica oh, read awesome. it she's much better at reading than i am what no <laughs> <laughs> uh our bedroom window is the front yard mm-hmm. and i, I sometimes that. i'd go nuts <laughs> Yeah, it drives me crazy, and <laughs> I like to leave the blinds just a little bit open, so, um, not the blinds, like, they're solid, but, like, uh-huh. leave them, like, not shut down all the way so the kitties can look out, because they like to look oh. outside. Sometimes I won't pull it down far enough, and then I won't realize it until I lay down at night, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, I can, like, see the walkway, like, mm-hmm. up to our front door, No, and it's so creepy, no. and... Mm-mm. Since we've lived in this house, um, I've only been by myself here one night once. Mm -hmm. And I – it was just me. I didn't even have Esme then yet. And, like, just all the puppies and the kitties. And um, I remember, like, making sure my blinds were all the way down and the curtains were drawn perfectly because, like, I was so scared I would wake up and see, like, eyes coming through the bottom of it. Oh, that is my biggest fear. That's all I kept imagining. And, like, I would wake up and be like, oh, do I look over? Do I look over? Oh, I hate that. Because, like, I knew I had it covered, but, like, the kitties could have, like, run into it or whatever. Oh, sure. they're silly in the middle of the night and, like, you know, shifted it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was so scary. I didn't want to bug Bobby because he was, like, studying and had his contractor's license test the next morning. That's why Mm. I was gone. So I was like, I want to play. Oh, this sucks. So I was like, I want him to get a good night's sleep. And I'm like, no, nah, someone's outside. I'd go sleep I'm in the scared. night at your parents' house, in the, the haunted house instead. Their house is scary. I thought about it. I don't know why I didn't. I don't you're remember. Cool. I think I, I felt bad leaving the puppies or something. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. One night. 
And it wouldn't even be like that long because you'd just be sleeping. Ugh, probably. Oh, so scary. Well, anyway, uh, if anybody would like yeah. to share stories with us, please send us your stories. We'd love to read them. Yeah. And share them. And we'd never judge. We're never going to make fun of you or anything. If anything, no. we're just going to feel for make you and be really scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've been interested in going to Alabama because I've never been there. I mean, I've always wanted to go to states that I haven't been to yet. But Yeah, why not? Uh, I hear that and I'm like, do I want to go? I, I don't know. Makes me want to go more. I don't know if I do. I don't want to hear screaming for more than 45 minutes. That would scare the shit out of me. <sighs> yeah, that's weird. Whenever there's like coyote babies... They always sound so scary. Mm, Sounds like so a lady cute. crying. I it's know. weird. Just like with um, mountain lions. <sighs> Shall we get into the, the island of the plums? The island of plums. Mm. Yeah, we'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hair on my microphone. Okay. Gross. Uh, it's just my hair or a cat You're hair. disgusting. I hate hair. As you touch it on your own head. I want to be Neo when he unplugs in the Matrix. <laughs> With no eyebrows. That was the worst part. Like, I don't care if your head is shaved. You got to have eyebrows. <laughs> the part. He looked like a lizard. <laughs> I remember being like, ew. I, when I saw that scene, all I could think, I was gone from the movie for like five minutes and was in my head. Pee? No, discussing oh. with myself. How, does, how did he film that? Why is he like that? Ew. How did he breathe in that goo? How many times did I have to film this? Did he, how long did this take? This is disgusting. Is his head actually shaved? Oh, no. His beautiful hair. I hate everything about this. <laughs> I hate this movie. Zero stars. <laughs> Don't cut Keanu's hair. <laughs> Never. It's his life source. <laughs> well, that's how he just got better with age. Because his hair got longer. and Ooh. Well, actually... His hair was long in Bill and Ted. True. So what does that mean? He's always been Keanu level gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have a talking Keanu podcast. <laughs> talking Keanu. What about like a talking Nicolas Cage? Uh, that'd be good. I'd rather talk Keanu though. Cause well, if because if it ever word got awesome. around and then I'd rather meet Keanu than Nick Cage. I know, but Nick Cage is so chill that he will do anything. He is the most not chill. He used to have a moat with alligators in it. He is yeah, not chill. <laughs> but he does any movie that He's people ask him to do. He's the rage cage. He's so not chill. Oh, my God. Sean wants to write a movie that he will be in. He wants to write a movie specifically for him. He'll legit be in anything. His I know. That's why Sean wants to do it. seven years or so have been like, oh, shit. We've been wanting to watch, like, do a Nick Cage marathon and start on the movies that are rated the worst. Because there are some that are rated zero and 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, not I want to see them. I want to watch them. Because he always He's has, insane. like, really gross hair. He is just, I don't know. <laughs> I like Ghost Rider. I'm, like, the only person who likes that movie. Yeah, you are the only person that likes that movie. I'm almost, I, I think it. we should stop the podcast because I. I think I just, it's the second one I like, though, because there there's two? this guy in it <laughs> whose powers are really cool. What he can, they? um, I'm going to hiccup. He can touch people and he makes, he like infects you with, with disease. So like the graphic was fun because it's like you start to like decay like in front mm-hmm. of him. It's really cool. So he was pestilence. Uh-huh. It's awesome. 
He's one of the horsemen. It's yeah. so cool. But he like makes it all dark when he comes up on you. I don't know. There's fun effects and like things that they do that play with it. It's cool. Apparently well, Ghost Rider's coming back into the the MCU. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, back to Plum Island. <laughs> plums. We're talking about plums. Uh, Plum Island. Plum Island is not a place where the California raisins live. No. Or but mutant maybe. plums. I mean, there, there could be mutant plums because it is the island site of the Plum Island Animal Disease Center. Or There's pi- plums on the island, I guess. Coastal probably. plums, and that's why they named it that. I because looked. it was probably once very beautiful <laughs> before it became um, an island that was built by the army for use in like World War II or something. Yeah, I think it, was, it even was before that. Like George Washington, like took claim of it for battle and he uh Hmm. knew he like there's like he discussed like how important it was you pass it to like go into like like long island channel Mm -hmm. or something so it's like a Mm -hmm. pretty good like port sits at the end of long island pdac or pidac or pia (laughs) dc uh was established by the united states department of agriculture the USDA in 1954 and that was it was just con- it was converted to that because it was formerly I think like an army base and some stuff there yeah they used it during the cold war because mm-hmm. 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 again it was like it's a good spot so you know there's it's a forward who knows where it's base. gonna like where an attack's gonna come from and it seemed like mm-hmm. a good spot as good as any mm-hmm. yeah so this island is actually it's controlled by the department of homeland security which kind of freaks me out yeah it's changed hands like a few times which is also mm-hmm. kind of strange because i've i'm not looking at an article i'm trying to remember it was like so it was used it was like a good place advantage wise to be stationed for like military but then mm-hmm. after the cold war and whatnot then it changed hands to basically a company that was to study and use it for disease like you were saying mm-hmm. so like yeah. agricultural disease actually the united and states then, department of Adri- agriculture right okay and then the government bought it in like early mm-hmm. 2000s no they've owned it for a while i think they're in the process of selling it though or letting they it go are their the... goal is to sell it by in like the next like five years and supposedly mm-hmm. they want to develop it and either make it a golf course or like homes which is insane and right now it's tied up in court because environmentalists are like no 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 no, you can't do that because i guess mm-hmm. because which is kind of sad but it makes sense so because like this building and area has been on it for for a long ass time mm-hmm. and those are really the only people that are on this island it's become like a little mecca for like all these seals sea lions yep. that migrate there mm-hmm. and a bunch of birds that like migrate there and it's kind of like uninhabited because like the only people that are there are these crazies and hazmat suits and stuff walking around <laughs> <laughs> so if they sell it and make it developed then where are all these cute little sea lion's gonna go it's gonna mess everything up so it's in court right now and i hope that the government loses and they can't sell it because they're hoping to sell it and develop it and put it towards their new place in kansas their new place or whatever in kansas is already built so they need to yeah that's what's out. dumb they're claiming they need it to help for funding for it i'm like yeah, i don't trust you oh, guys because the usda doesn't have enough money that's right bullshit. like leave the island alone you used it enough like leave it alone it's fine Sea lions but, are cool. 
<laughs> so back to the government says that the germs stored on the island affect only animals and that that mm. doesn't but that really doesn't mean that they're not dangerous to humans and any information about them is um information about them is strictly protected for security reasons so they will tell you some stuff but not everything and they say it's for security and right so like the main one they're working on there is hoof and mouth or whatever disease yeah hoof and mouth which is like kind of interesting because i thought that hoof and mouth disease was fatal but it's not it's like almost always non-fatal towards cattle and livestock Mm. um it just makes the dairy and meat unusable like not sellable well then why would they keep them alive because if you can't use them what's the point yeah so it's like kind of i thought it was fatal so i'm kind of like secretly want to unleash this hoof and mouth disease in the united states is what i got oh my god our podcast is gonna get disconnected (laughs) (laughs) uh did you see though that um a similar facility in the uk did you see that or read about it. They have a similar facility that's mainland and there's not mm. an island like Plum Island. And um, the disease got out and it was like 10 million or so in like losses because it affected yeah. all of their cattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that person got in so much trouble. Yeah, it got- <laughs> And the thing is, Kansas is like cattle country. Mm, and mm. it's also Tornado Alley. So what's their plan exactly? Like, yeah, is everything know. underground? I'm not sure. It's that definitely weird. Oh, another, another thing that was kind of interesting is, like, this place is supposed to be so top secret and, like, security-y because of supposedly diseases being housed in it. Mm-hmm. And at one point, all of the workers who were there went on strike because they <sighs> didn't like their working conditions or probably their pay. And the government was like, boom, fired all of them and brought in new people. And then people were a little freaked out, like the public. So it's like, uh, people who are doing this, like, kind of intense work where you don't want anything bad to happen can strike on you guys. And this could be, like, really – this could be really bad. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Well, because this place was – at. I'm just I just found my notes. Uh it used to be a battery for the army in the before the first world war and going into the second world war. So and a lot of these buildings they repurposed, so they built them up but they were basing them on old ass foundations. So I was reading this article about how this guy that works there he's like, "Yeah, you know, we we have an older building. I mean, imagine an old house. Like, yeah, you can improve it, but it will never be a new house. Mm. And it will never have the bones of a new house. It will always have the bones of old house. So, like, you can't possibly bring an old house up to the standard of a new house. So No, it's old. That's what they're dealing with here. And then also, you know, the animals are in deplorable conditions. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that at all. They still treat it like they they guard the shit out of this place. Yeah, but you know why? It's because I guess after 9-11, they Mm -hmm. caught somebody who was a terrorist and on his, like, to-do list of places to possibly, like, infiltrate and mess up, Plum Island was on the list. So then they stepped up their guards. Oh, okay. And uh, she was, It's her name was Afia Siddiqui. She was an MIT graduate um, working as a scientist for Al-Qaeda. That's so stupid. She was captured in Afghanistan in 2008. And yeah, Plum Island. She had like a list of targets, Mm -hmm. but Plum Island was on there. Yeah. But yeah, so because foot and mouth 
They describe it as an economically important disease because that outbreak, like you said, in the UK um, results in the slaughter of millions of animals and the loss of billions of dollars to the economy. That's sad for many reasons. (laughs) I hate that. It makes me so mad. I know. This guy that they interviewed that works there, he's, this guy's worked on the island for a like 36 years as of like 2012 so a long ass time and he was evacuated during an outbreak in 1978 of foot and mouth you know which overwhelmingly affects cattle but i think it can affect humans the hoof and mouth Mm they said it's very unlikely it would get transferred it's like it's almost never fatal even to like the animals it just is Mm -hmm. not good if you eat it so maybe in that sense but they said there was construction going on on the island and there was a release of the virus from the lab um but he said that the virus never left plum island or reached the mainland but the thing is i was reading and i think i mentioned this before we even started doing this like in our last episode um that a lot of countries wouldn't allow us to export meat to them if we have foot and mouth or you know mad cow or whatever the hell they're working on certain diseases in laboratories on the mainland u.s where our meat is where our meat cattle is are is (laughs) how do i say that uh yeah so i don't know what that means when they move to kansas because they've already purchased the facility they've already built the facility they're moving in by 2022 so we could be on the way to umbrella corporation What's creepy about this new facility, too, is because Plum Island's only been diseases that affect animals, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. They want to now study ones. They're getting, like, humans involved with it. Oh, great. So we're in Resident Evil. So the facility's able to, yeah, look more into, like infectious diseases that affect That's what the CDC humans. is for. We already yeah. have that in Georgia. <laughs> we don't creepy. need no, another one. Which is another point that's interesting about this place is the conspiracy theory around Plum Island and Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Super weird. I don't know. I believe I it. didn't do a ton <laughs> of research on it because I read a lot of like negative stuff on it where people are like, that's not true. But they think that... So Lyme disease apparently has been around for a lot longer than the island facility, but I believe what I what I personally believe is that they were probably studying it and then fucked with it to try to make it curable, but maybe accidentally released some ticks with a more confusing version of it because Lyme disease doesn't have one set defined symptom, symptom list. Yeah, like every like you could get it and would have, you know, the shakes and fevers and a rash. And then I would get it and I would be vomiting and have headaches and I would sleep a lot. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you both have the flu. Yeah, Lyme disease <laughs> isn't a fun one no. it, to diagnose. It's usually something that people diagnose last because it, mm-hmm. it mimics an autoimmune disease. So it's like it's funky. It can kind of look like lupus. They're really similar <sighs> like when you test for them. Mm-hmm. The article I found about Lyme disease and Plum Island, I don't Mm -hmm. have to read it, but it was interesting. It was saying that there was a Lyme disease outbreak in 75, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) scientists, like, on Plum Island were like, no, 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 it's not us, it's not us, Um, everything's on lockdown here, and then people were like, uh... 
I don't know about you, but there's birds that fly back and forth between this island and mainland like every day, all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so explain to me how that means it's contained. That's not something that's possible. Even the little sea lions, they could probably fling one over if they want to. <laughs> like, it's funny that you say that that happened in 75 because in 78, that's when they had um, that outbreak of foot and mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's when they decided to move all the animals inside where so it is very possible and actually it's being debated in court right now like the u.s government is being sued for it i believe it yeah i mean like well i don't believe that uh that plum island made lyme's disease i believe they probably made it more fucked up (laughs) than it was originally who knows i don't trust any of it i don't trust anybody It's just weird. And it's funny. I mean, why would I know this before reading this? But, like, the reason it's called Lyme disease is because of where it was found. It was in, like, the town or city of Lyme. That's where the name comes from. And that town, friggin' right next to Plum Island. Uh, uh. Right there. They're, like, best friends. (laughs) How interesting. Super weird. So, I see if I can find it. The article... I read about it was um it's about this lady here April Ferguson she's a lawyer okay. um she's a chief strategy officer for a Hudson Valley policy oriented think tank she said mm-hmm. it's weird that no one wants to talk about it doctors are scared to treat and diagnosis uh diagnose it and the government doesn't talk about it she started taking um considering a link between Lyme disease and Plum Island after she saw a press release describing how the centers for disease control were closing a Texas A&M University uh biodefense lab due to outbreaks of brucella and I can't even say this type of disease Coxiella? I don't know. They're both tick-borne bacterial pathogens. Um, So it's kind of, she thinks it's weird that they closed this lab during outbreaks of another tick one. Um, This led her to wonder about Plum Island. Both the lab at Plum Island and the one at Texas A&M are biosafety level three labs and study similar infectious diseases, such as foot and mouth disease, avian influenza, and Rift Valley fever. Um, she represents Lyme patients pro bono as an attorney. She considers mm. the government's attitude towards Lyme very strange. The number of cases jumped tenfold in one year. She Ew. pointed out and insurance companies don't cover antibiotics for Lyme, even <sighs> though one can easily get antibiotics for other conditions. She said Lyme disease is taboo and she doesn't understand why. Um, yeah, another person. Really weird. Uh, Jennifer Reed, who runs a Lyme disease support group in Ridgefield, Connecticut, said that the connection between Lyme disease and Plum Island is an interesting story. It does not come up during her meetings, though. People are focused on getting better, not looking for someone to blame. Um, It's it's really weird. Um, She says some individuals turn to conspiracy theories um, like Lyme disease and Plum Island. Mm -hmm. It it is really weird, though, like reading about how, like, (laughs) the government doesn't want to help anybody with this disease. It's really strange. And then both these two facilities that have same testing going on both got shut down immediately after. Like, why? Why? You don't have anything to do with this outbreak. Why are you shutting down? Yeah, that's so strange. It's a little weird. And it's weird it's right next to it. Mm, I don't know. We're curious, everybody. What are your thoughts? Email us, nightguyspot at gmail.com. We're really curious. Or leave us a voicemail, 707-200-3898. I want to know what you guys think about Plum Island. Like, have you done your own reading? I realize that 
this is technically a conspiracy theory, but the fact that it's actually already been brought to the Supreme Court, like just this year, 2019, no, 2019, it's 2020, 2019, last year. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's so crazy. I didn't realize that the city, the town of Lyme was right there. Yeah. And then like the other thing, we kind of talked about this, like, I don't know how many episodes ago, but a lot of people who (laughs) dig conspiracy theories are into the idea that Plum Island is where the Montauk monster was born. Yeah, because you washed up on shore, like, nearby, right? Yeah, and they think, like, well, hey, weird, shady shit, government experimentation's going on there. He got out and died. Poor (laughs) dude. And this is where he landed. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, there's, like, a whole conspiracy theory around, like, uh, uh, building 257. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that author. Um, What the hell is his name? I don't remember his name, up? but it's, like, the a big old building, and I guess it used to house, like, uh, like weaponry and, like, bombs and shit from the war. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was already kind of like, ah, scary. Like, that's scary. And then now it's, like, this ominous building. I Like, they make it sound like they're doing animal experimentation, like, making a chupacabra in there or something i don't know <laughs> the uh the i the author he his name is michael carroll he is i guess a lawyer and he's like i'm not a scientist but um i don't know why he, i don't know where he got this information but he says i don't either US, he got this information he says the usda's recording record of running the island is somewhere between dismal and abominable their their record is really a record of mishaps, outbreaks, and people getting infected. Yeah, and that's when he says after the 1978 outbreak, that's when all the animals were moved inside. I guess pictures were taken um, of the facilities by CBS in 1999, and they were really bad. Ooh. And I guess um, after five years, five years after that, after 99, there were two more outbreaks. This time inside the biocontainment units. And um, somebody, somebody from the island said, "We've learned from those lessons. There's, but there are a lot of procedures. It's like an onion where you have layer over layer of safety procedures." The Department of Agriculture says Michael Carroll hasn't been on the island in more than a decade. Hmm. Uh, but Michael Carroll told the CBS correspondent that wrote this article um, that he doesn't believe that the changes made a difference. Um, he says, "I." think there have been a bunch of what i would call facade improvements but in reality it's the same place it's always been kind of going along with what i was saying about like the improvements made to an old house (laughs) because it's like yeah you can slap some new paint on it but that won't make it new yeah it's definitely weird i mean i don't know i think the fact that it's an island makes it seem more ominous that's why i like places like Alcatraz are more ominous because it's like ooh, it's on an island, like it's uh, out yeah. adrift. It's not here. We can't have tell. To try really hard to get there. And then whenever the government's involved and it's like <laughs> experimentations going on there, that's not good. Mm-hmm. And like no one trusts the government anyway, as is. So no. And um, the USDA scientists credit research on Plum Island for preventing famine by stopping outbreaks of animal disease and preventing nations overseas, in developing nations overseas, where did I get that, um, and keeping those diseases from coming here. So they're trying to say that it's really an island to protect animals. But <laughs> in my opinion, I have to say we've been eating plant-based, quote, meat, and it's 
just fine. In fact, I feel better <laughs> when I eat it. And so does Sean. And there have been several times where we're like, this is better. <laughs> yeah, for real. Cows are cute. They're big dogs. Leave them alone. Well, and even if you're like, you are that kind of person that doesn't believe that animals have feelings, you don't have to eat tofu anybody like anymore. Does, to- tofu's not the only meat substitute. There this are a lot of substitutes that are <sighs> delicious. Yeah, so true. And then you don't even have to worry about this stuff. Yeah. No kidding. It's just like, I kind of wish that they would spend less time on that and maybe more time on like other diseases that are actively hurting people right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, maybe they are. I have no idea. I don't know. Palm Island's interesting. Yeah, it's got a lot of spooky about it. And I guess since they're going to be moving to Kansas, it's going to be the National Bio and Agro Defense Facility, or NBAF. No. (laughs) Which will be America's foremost animal disease research facility. And it's $1.25 billion. And it's a biosafety level four laboratory that will replace the aging Plum Island. Right. Okay. So that must mean that if it was level three, that's just animal disease. So level four must bump it up because... To people, infectious diseases. We have the fucking CDC. Like, what the fuck? So weird. (laughs) Man, that's got to be creepy. It's got to be a creepy vibe in there. Get this. Um, After a three-year site selection process, Manhattan, Kansas. Funny, because it was close to Manhattan. Right, totally. Um, was selected as the location for NBAF. The facility is under construction on Kansas State University's Manhattan campus and is adjacent to the university's Biosecurity Research Institute. So if you go to school in Kansas, you could probably intern at NBAF and, you know, start World War Z or Resident Evil. I don't know. But yeah, this strategic location places NBAF near very important veterinary, agriculture, and biosecurity research and expertise. I'm still concerned uh, about Kansas being Tornado Alley because I'm like, okay. I would assume, and? I would hope for 1.2 billion, it's tornado proof. That it's underground? It's got to be, I'm sure there's a way to tornado proof a building. It's probably all Put cement it, or something. It's got to be under the ground. That's the only way. Maybe, but I can't see them. Who knows? They're stupid. I don't trust any of it. I don't trust anybody. (laughs) Some guy wrote, I want to read it, but it's also really long. Some guy wrote, I don't know if it's a story or a true story, but it's really spooky. About about Plum. Ooh, I want to know that. It's from seven years ago, and it's on our favorite. It's from Reddit. I love Reddit. Can I read it to you? Can I read you a story? Read me a story. Okay, have your shame bell ready. I don't know if you're going to need it, but I'll pause if you do. I, uh, it's always ready. Okay. It's by, <laughs> it's on Reddit, no sleep. So no, that's, one a, of my that's a good spot. No, 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 no. That's that's the the subreddit. Oh, where it okay, okay. This I guy's that name was their is, name. I'm going to try to pronounce this, but I'm probably better off just re- reading the letters. So S-W-I-A-T-O-W-I-D, Sweatowid. <laughs> Nailed it. From seven years ago. The thing that he wrote is called What Lives on Plum Island. Hmm. Stuff. <laughs> Plums. <laughs> Uh, if you ask anyone from Long Island about Plum Island, they are likely to tell you horror stories, tall tales, and the like. 
You see, Plum Island is infamous for being home to Building 101, otherwise known as the Plum Island Animal Disease Center. I don't know if that's fact. So, Throughout its checkered past, ever since it opened its doors in 1954, the facility has been concerned with one thing, the contagious and often dangerous diseases that can infect animals, chiefly livestock. Accurate. The island is shrouded in mystery, and to this day, if you happen to navigate nearby it, you can see signs on the beaches that say, no entry. I was curious about that, because I would totally be like, boat trip? <laughs> Actually, I don't want to get Lyme disease. Forget no, it. No, away. <laughs> so when I got the job offer to work on the island, I was more than a little skeptical. I think the only reason I agreed was because I was adamant that I because I was adamant that I did not want to return to college for the fall, and the only way my parents would agree to that without kicking me out of the house was if I had some sort of job. Oh, no. Well, at least he had the gumption to work. And yeah, not but like, that's, I don't oh, no, do that's the only place that he could get work. Yeah, that's a little Scary. concerning. <laughs> uh, to this day, I don't know how my uncle got it. He always joked that he had connections, and it turned out he wasn't kidding when I got a letter from the U.S. Agricultural Department with a contract offer as an animal control specialist. Mm. The details were hazy and all I could glean was that I would be part of an animal control unit. Still, the pay was good and I figured it was better than spending four months in McDonald's. No joke. Uh, I did not even mind when it specifically said I would not be able to talk to anyone or return the ma- to the mainland because at this point I was a loner and had begun to consciously avoid people. Fair. Mm-hmm. Even in college, I would often spend my nights alone, either walking around campus or reading, and I loved it. Okay, don't walk around campus alone at night. That's really Never creepy. do that. <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> Maybe do that. you belong on Plum Island. <laughs> you Are you the Montauk monster? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, two weeks later, amidst a tearful hug from my mom and disapproving pat from my dad, I boarded the boat and headed Jesus. to the island. <laughs> I don't know if people uh... lived on the island. I thought they just were ferried there. Maybe, maybe yeah, they yeah. sleeping. They might. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe they live a ways away from that area. Hmm. You know? Maybe he lives maybe. mainland and they're like inland or something. I don't know. Mayhap. Uh, Plum Island by itself is creepy enough. It is cold and often surrounded by a dense and murky fog. Ooh. Mysterious. It is littered with ruins of old farmhouses and homesteads. I don't know if this is true. Not to mention the site of the old Building 101. Yet it was so beautiful in its own way, and I was instantly at ease the moment I set foot on it. Because you walked around campus at night like a weirdo. Because he was a ghost there once before. <laughs> He's part of the I was others. reincarnated. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> Um, once on the island, the super- a supervisor filled uh, me in on the details of the job. Uh, I and two other guys, I okay, hmm. X and Y, were in charge of exterminating all mammals on the island. I oh. heard this, yeah, because they don't want it to spread anything, which is like so messed up. What a horrible job! I'd rather work at McDonald's. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I would not want to work there, but anyway. Not to disparage anybody that's worked at McDonald's. No, I'd much rather work there than Plum Island. I just have a thing I like when Taco I go Bell home better. and smell like <laughs> food, I get really upset. So, oh yeah, it's smell not fun. stick to my porous, damaged hair, so Same. I get really upset. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> that's my only complaint. Okay, we would perform regular patrols around the island three times a day. If and if any mammal was found, we would have to put it down. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
who's texting me? It's probably Sean. <laughs> no. Oh, it's from one of our listeners it's on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not even mad. It's from Zalee. She says, Merry Cryptid Miss and Happy New Year. Aww. She's in Australia. Everybody send her a hug. No kidding. Donate to Australia if you have... That was my phone. (laughs) If you have a spare dollar. If not, then repost about it and let people know where to because it's seriously the saddest, most upsetting thing ever and I felt physically sick about it for like days. And it's been going on for so much longer and I didn't even realize, which makes me feel horrible. Yeah. Seeing like koalas and kangaroos with little burned feet is like with their little feet bandaged and stuff makes me cry. I can't look at any of it and me i thought the fires in california were terrible this is like nothing like, australia is the size of the united states and it's on fire okay mm. <sighs> zilly we love you yeah thank you for listening uh, i've silenced my phone though so okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> continuing um back to what i was saying we would perform regular patrols around the island three times a day and if any mammal was found we would have to put it down and then dispose of the body by burning it i would die <laughs> Let it go. Just leave it alone. Let it go. Let it go. go. (laughs) Shoot the guys you're with. Let it live. I'd save the the seal. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm choking. Says, gruesome, I know, but we had to do this to ensure that nothing left the island. If an outbreak got to the mainland, the results could have been disastrous. So we did our job every day, every week for almost three months. Ugh. But if they're doing their job right, then it wouldn't ever escape the building. You mean the scientists? Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. So Absolutely. they shouldn't have to do that. They should only be but patrolling for people like... that are like get... yeah, true. trespassing. And then gun them down. Yep. And burn their bodies. Totally fine yeah. with it. <laughs> uh, I so the weather job. got <laughs> Sign no, Erica up. She's down. People hunting. <laughs> Uh, the weather got colder. The leaves began to fall. The island was our world. The researchers almost never left the research facility. And even when they did, they barely spoke to us. Of course not. You were low man on the totem pole. Mm -hmm. Hey, Um, but they got a gun. (laughs) Talk to me. (laughs) We three trackers became fast friends, particularly because there was literally no one else whom we could talk to. Even though we had a TV, it earnestly felt like we were in another world, probably in prison. Yeah. It's like Groundhog's Day. (laughs) Everything on the television became almost alien, even news from our former towns. Instead, we knew every feature, every trail, and ruin on the island by heart. For the first time in my life, I actually could say I felt at peace. And our duties, I think we had to deal with a total of four incidents. Oh, okay. And although it was especially daunting the first time, we slowly realized that it had to be done. It was not like we were doing this out of malice, and I give credit to the facility for giving us the most humane means to do it. Well... As much as I hate that, at least it only happened four times and not, like, some shit happening every round of the island. I wouldn't have to kill the people I'm with. (laughs) Serious. I don't judge you for that. I'm just just (laughs) laughing. Uh, In short, it was a fairly calm, if boring job. Until December, that is. Poor cryptid, miss. He knew. December. (laughs) I remember it clearly because it happened immediately after the first snowfall. The island was beautiful, remote, and silent. On the beaches, the snowflakes falling and the dark gray waves crashing made me feel as if I was in a painting. Thomas Kincaid. Ah, Bob Ross. Most valued artist. (laughs) Thomas Kincaid. (laughs) I did one of his puzzles during Christmas. Uh, It was They're the best. 
come round. This puzzle's all gonna get you down. The best. Oh my god. I'm joking. Okay. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna be in my head for at least another 10 hours. I got, what was it? What was it? Um, we were, sometimes you have random songs, songs get stuck in your head. And we were, I was watching some part of The Office the other day, and it was the part where Ryan set fire to the office and Dwight kept going, Ryan started the fire. And I was like, yeah. So I just, I started singing that to Sean tonight and he was really pissed because it was stuck in his head. And I heard him humming it as he went down the stairs. And I was like, I win. That's a win. I was obsessed with that song when I was little. Billy Joel? That song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I like loved it because it's dancey. I remember I get Joel. so excited if the music video happened to come on on TV. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Wait, I'm not kidding. I should ask my mom. She'll probably remember. <laughs> like really weirdly liked it. I'm talking like six years old. I believe it. <laughs> I had no idea what it was about. I just. I just oh no! It. Of course not. Why would you? <laughs> Silly. Okay, <laughs> back to paintings because he was in a painting. Because <laughs> how did we get to Billy Joel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Um, during our walks, it felt as if we were in another time. Only the ruins and dirt roads served as a testament to man's presence on the island. But what I remember most was how in the snow there were tracks of dot 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 something. Okay. By no means was I ever an expert of tracking animals, but I know for sure that it was not the typical raccoon or deer that made those tracks. Although we were puzzled, I remember thinking that it was a dog or perhaps some coyote that somehow swam to the island. How the fuck far away is the island know. from the mainland? We need, to, we need to look into that. Yeah. Either way, it was our job to hunt it down, and that's what we did. Every day, followed the tracks and investigated where they led, only to find nothing. Hmm. I swear we checked every burrow, every beach, and every ruin on the island, but we found no trace of the beast itself. Instead, we found bloody stains in the snow and ripped remains of the birds that were literally of birds that were literally torn to shreds. After about a week, we began leaving traps around the island. They were pretty archaic and consisted of bear traps. Oh God! And trap what? wires uh, in conjunction with nets. What? God. <laughs> Makes me think of Skyrim. Anyway, okay. Uh, yet, despite all of our hard work, none of the traps managed to catch it. I cannot tell you how frustrating it was to see our efforts end in failure every day. These efforts did not escape the notice of our prey, however. Mm. We began finding dead birds in the most conspicuous of places. Each was killed in the same way, neck broken, bloody, body savagely ripped into pieces. That's not nice creature sounds like a cat blood everywhere yes totally does sounds like what honey would do to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah l would (laughs) do sometimes they would be right next to the trap we set up Ooh, that's funny (laughs) Uh... other times the bodies would be on the path that we traversed uh x made the suggestion that it was playing with us daring us to find it it wanted to be noticed and one night it got its wish we woke up to find three corpses of the of birds in front of our cabin most unsettling was how clean the bodies were compared to the others except for what looked like bite marks on their necks the birds were completely intact trails of blood that led to the cabin came from the forest it was obvious that it had dragged the bodies there and left us left them for us to find 
The situation became more complicated as the creature's challenge did not escape the notice of higher-ups who began to show concern in our lack of progress. Hmm. <laughs> I am disappointed in your lack of progress. <laughs> no, so please we were don't given. <laughs> I'm trying. I put out my bear traps. <laughs> Let's make a trap. <laughs> I put up nets. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> He's leaving me gifts. Uh, let's make him a friend. Let's <laughs> name it. <laughs> I would. Ralphie. Uh, <laughs> we were given actual rifles and tasers in addition to our lethal tranquilizers. We began. Oh, that's cool that they at least had lethal tranquilizers instead of like something. Mm-hmm. Well, like a gun. Anyway, we began to wake up earlier and to hunt in the cold dawn. It was in one of these freezing mornings that we finally managed to get a glimpse of our enemy. First off, there are some things that can never be explained in the way you experienced it. The only way to understand is to actually experience it yourself. This is one of those events I have, and I have poured hours into just trying to find the right words. Mm. Uh, bearing this in mind, I will continue by saying that the moment that we entered that ruin, everything felt wrong. The first thing that hit us was the smell. It was rank and loathsome. It was more than just the now familiar smell of death. And when I shined the flashlight through the doorway, I swore that I felt the blood drain from my face. The inside of the decrepit farmhouse was covered in blood and the carcasses of birds. What would do this? <laughs> Not just two or three, but at least eight. The birds barely resembled birds anymore. They had been completely ripped to shreds and the only common thread was that their necks were broken and they had teeth marks on them. I nearly threw up and then we saw it. <laughs> It, in quotations, was almost indescribable. It walked on two legs, and I think it had seemed to be an amalgamation of several animals. Ooh, they made a chimera. It was hairless and had awkward. so many and had so many <laughs> teeth. I know, awkward. Ew. <laughs> Makes me think of... I'll tell you later. It was so (laughs) grotesque and unreal that my mind immediately went to Lovecraft. Hey! Throwback Lovecraft episode. Shout out to my Lovecraftians. Go listen to that episode. I don't remember what number it it is. I thought it was fun. I liked it. (laughs) I immediately went to Lovecraft and horror movies. My brain did not recognize that it was real for a second. And all I could comprehend was that this was the silence before everything erupted into chaos. In that instant, I realized that it was actually sizing us up. The thing that creepy. When we was doing like elevator eyes, like looking up and down, checking out that bod. Hey. Checking out that booty. You got to. I know. In that instant, I realized the thing was actually sizing us up. That thing, this thing that clearly could not be intelligent. Why? That was, I don't know. That's stupid. You never assume things when you're up against a possible enemy. like toying with you yeah and you can't find it but it can constantly find you (laughs) okay so he's assuming that by looking at it it couldn't be intelligent because because but that it was roughly the size of a chimpanzee and more monster than natural more monster than natural was actually thinking i think all he's saying all he's saying is that he didn't think it could be intelligent yet somehow it was and it was thinking huh his sentences were strongly in this part whatever uh whatever is punky okay i heard him yeah hacking. he's okay he lived okay. Good. <laughs> the demon lives everybody yeah how's uh, 
<laughs> then everything exploded as X shot at the creature. It screamed in fury and began to charge at us. Me and Y, so far still in shock, began firing at random. Apparently one of us hit it because it shrieked an inhuman cry and fell to the ground. Before we could react, it picked itself up and ran through a hole in the wall to the snowy fields beyond, shrieking and howling. Wait, what did they shoot it with? A regular gun or the trank Mm -hmm. gun? Okay, regular Regular gun. Why wouldn't they trank it? I would. Uh, I don't know. That makes more sense. Maybe because they didn't have time to switch between guns? What? They should have only brought... That's dumb. There's three of them. No explanation, man. Huh. Uh, so of course we gave chase it was not too hard to follow after all it left tracks in the snow and a trail of blood it ran extraordinarily fast and we lost sight of it quickly my biggest fear was that it would swim away to the mainland luckily it either did not know how to swim or chose not to Plum, plum island is not big and after 10 minutes we tracked it down to its lair its secret volcano lair from the moment i first saw it months ago months ago i had my suspicions that there was more to the lighthouse than met the eye oh okay and now i was right and now i know i was right blood blood streaks painted the wall part of the wall that was led to a broken window so i guess there was a lighthouse on one end these are all things that i need to check like how far away is plum island from the mainland and is there a lighthouse? Why did they never check guy? the lighthouse either? I don't know. They sound like they're really bad at their job. No kidding. It was all the evidence that we needed to know that this ominous, decrepit building was its home. Maybe they were told not to go in the buildings, but that doesn't make sense. They're doing their job. If, if anything, creatures would totally hold up. It's a shelter. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Plot hole. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure if it was because of adrenaline, but to this day, I remember the moment, the calm before the proverbial storm perfectly. I remember the looks we shared with each other. At this point, I was not even scared. I was far beyond that. I was resigned to either dying or killing this thing. Okay. That's a bit extreme. Mm, yeah. We had been changed, marked in a way this experience. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> by in a way by this experience and we all knew this we were uh, contemplating this wall in perfect silence that was only broken by howls of the early morning wind and the shrill unearthly shrieks of the creature inside there was no rush it was trapped and hurt badly oh go, go help him bring him birds <laughs> i think he's cool off of birds he keeps killing them and just like Maybe he gnawing on them in that moment <laughs> it was X who began kicking in the door. He was the strongest of us and was built like a linebacker. It was not long before the door flew open. There is a saying that a cornered rat is most dangerous. No one. That's not a saying. That's not. I was like a cornered rat. <laughs> no one says I think that. It's just dude. a cornered animal. You guys <laughs> came up with that on Plum Island, and it needs to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back to Plum Island. Cornered rat must never be looked in the it's... eyes. <laughs> no guy. Shut up, dude. I think it's just cornered animal friend. Anyway, (laughs) unfortunately, this proved to be true then, too. Before we could even shoot, the thing immediately hurled itself at Y and began scratching and biting at him. Uh, Y began screaming at us to shoot it, and within seconds, a dozen bullets must have been shot. When I opened... Oh, good. When I opened my eyes, what was left resembled more raw meat than animal. So you closed your eyes and shot at an animal that was sitting on your friend. Yeah. Great. Good. Uh, the thing was now clearly dead. It was riddled with bullets, but even closer inspection, I could not tell what had been our work and what had what it had mm. originally been. 
Why was all right physically, but a bit bloodied up and bruised. Mentally, though, I don't know. He was very pale, and after we checked up on him, he said nothing. It was clear he was disturbed by what had happened. Hmm. Me and X discussed what to do with the body. It was hideous, flabby skin, and a face that resembled that of a monkey. It was muscular, but covered in sores and pus. In one word, grotesque. He wanted to bring it back, and I just wanted to burn it and be done with it. His reasoning was that the scientists had to know about it. Mine was that we three would gain nothing by letting them know about it. In the end, I won, and we left his smoldering remains behind. You're dumb. Yeah, why wouldn't... That's weird. Uh, as soon as we returned, our supervisor, one of the scientists in charge of the place, told us our contract was done. Simple as that. No questions, no explanations, nothing but the command that we would leave on the next boat off the island. Weird. I... I never did speak to X or Y or anyone from the island ever again. I still do not know what we saw, and I have never returned to Plum Island nor sought to return. But I have been keeping tabs on the facility, and although we never got any explanations, I have my suspicions. I've been reading up on it, and apparently they have had outbreaks that came from the island before. People have spoken out against the safety of the facility, but I believe that people in charge knew what was out there. That is why they hired us. It is not about killing the one raccoon that somehow got on the island, but it was but it was about us against it. Maybe they did maybe it did legitimately escape, but I believe that they let it go. Either way, they knew that it, what was out there and they did nothing to help us. They did not give us any warning. They needed to know how strong it was, if it could outsmart people, even kill people. I don't hmm. know why or for what purpose, but we were the guinea pigs in a twisted experiment. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> That could be a total made-up story, or... Nope, I believe it. It's real. Okay. It happened. It's real. That's fact, everybody, Eric says. <laughs> Take it to the bank, cash yep. it, drinks on you. <laughs> Speaking of weird stuff, uh, Liz Reader, if you guys have never listened to our episode about Haunted Missouri, you should. She is a published author and amazing um, I keep in contact with her and she was telling me that she's got some weird stuff going on with her farm. She's had like legitimate hauntings on her farm. Even her tenant is like, stuff keeps happening. Where, like, I this read one of them. It was creepy. Where like a tin can went flying 15 feet out of, for no reason at all. And they were like, uh, what, what, what just happened? And her tenant keeps seeing a blonde haired little boy running through um they're so weird yard, cool. but there's there's no trace of him and they have an electric fence around the property so <sighs> i want her to set up cameras she has she just bought some good and she is going to update us on that so oh my god i can't wait i'm very excited <laughs> i love it everybody go follow liz read her books her books are about the crazy crap that happens in Missouri. And she's actually going to, I think she's going to start a podcast of her yeah. own, which I think is really cool. It's about the hauntings on her farm, haunted Missouri and her animals. Cause she has little farm animals, like a crazy asshole of a rooster and some horses that think they're dogs. <laughs> <That's so cute. laughs> and a bunch of cats and dogs. <laughs> I, I love it. Makes me happy. Oh, no. So anyway, yeah, Liz set up cameras and she's, gonna tell us because there's some uh, creature. I really hope she catches something like there's on like something video. that keeps dragging stuff through the forest Ew. she cannot figure it out there's like drag marks of stuff 
Ew, I didn't hear, I didn't read that part. I read the part about the can and the little boy. Mm -mm. That was creepers. Also freaking her animals out? Mm, I don't like that. No, I know. Liz, we need to know more. Tell us what's going on. (sighs) I hope she got those set up. Oh, that's crazy. What? Check her out. She's on, her books are on Amazon, and also she's on Instagram and everything. Liz Reader. (laughs) Or we'll just talk about her, because I really like she's her crazy cool. stories <laughs> <laughs> she's not crazy no just the shit that happens is crazy yes, on her yes, 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 yes that's all i mean you're not crazy liz or are you maybe you are <laughs> <laughs> whatever about it's as cool crazy regardless. as plum island <laughs> anyway that was uh the reddit story that could be true or i like that it, it's definitely true yeah that's fact that happened. Probably What's did. That? I probably created a monster and let it go. Wanted to see how it would do. I mean, that sounds like something the government would do. Yeah. They've done I don't worse, weird shit. Does. Me either. I've been watching too much Project Blue Book. <laughs> no, I'm on it. Dude, I need to watch that. <laughs> it's really, really good. Really I'm excited now for the second season now that we're pretty much done with the first one. Mm. It's fun. I was up until Sean midnight last night watching totally, it. Totally. We do not trust the government anyway, so that's just going to further entrench us in conspiracy theories yeah it's weird <laughs> it's a fun show i dig it it's good speaking of conspiracy theories we have had requests to do another targeted individual uh episode so we may do that too soon you can it's add it to the wheel it's been almost a year speaking of the wheel <gasps> should we spin it that's right i'm excited we've added some things <sighs> okay play that diddy i'm scared all right here we go scared what i'm excited for this poltergeist oh i'm also very scared i get really freaked out poltergeist freak me out so much oh i like it they're just mischievous ghosts sometimes they're malicious dude but that's not what the name means it means they're like mischievous i'm sure uh that's not what steven spielberg told me in the 80s (laughs) no he's wrong is he though yes he's the worst is he though? Yes. Not really. He's friends with E.T. Yeah, but I love He's horrible. <laughs> I love Poltergeist. Anyone though. who creates E.T. can go to hell. <laughs> with I e. don't think he designed E.T. <laughs> yeah, he did. He signed off on it. <laughs> well, he agreed it's to his it, movie. but I don't think he made it. <laughs> oh, I bet he did. It's disgusting. <laughs> but he made Super 8 and I love that movie. I don't care. E.T. Uh, is too awful. Nothing can outweigh it. Unforgivable. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I hate him. Dude. Oh, he's gross. Oh, man. Dude, 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 dude. Watching TV, uh, Sean's parents were watching a lot of football and Hallmark <sighs> for some reason, because his parents love Hallmark, and that's fine. You know, that's their thing. Um, there was some E.T. special where they did, they brought him back, and they did like a... 45 minute long something and the commercials would pop up out of nowhere and it was horrific and i would just be like i don't like that i don't like it honey i hate him oh my god he's the worst bump she just bombed her way in here she's like (laughs) (laughs) honey 
Ugh. No. Well, okay. Poltergeists. That's exciting. I'm excited for that. I love poltergeist stuff. That's cool. Mm. I'm into it. I get so freaked out. Well, if anybody has a crazy poltergeist story, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to read it next week. Yeah, that would be awesome. Let us know. Uh, William, you said you had a ghost story. I imagine it probably is poltergeisty in. in Yeah, that counts. We'll count it. It's allowed. Send us a message. Send us an email. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on everything. We're on all those things. All We're on those things. things. We're on all those things. All of them. All the things. Oh, cool. Well, happy New uh, Year. We have to go watch The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm so really we excited. Go. <laughs> We're late. That means no commercials, though. So I'm cool. late. Awesome powers. <laughs> no, I'm late. <laughs> We just watched that too. I didn't. I don't know why that came out Our so easily. Our problem is, dude. Every time we're like, we can't sleep. We should put something on. It's either Austin Powers, The Office, or Parks and Rec. It's so stupid. I don't know why it happens like that, but it does. Yeah, I believe it. I don't know what I watch. I don't know. I don't know. I watch well, no things and all things. Honey is now here with me. She's trying to tell me that it's time to go. Hi, honey. So. I don't know if she's pretty. I hear it. It's she's cute. <laughs> so cute. Okay, guys. Well, join us next week when we talk about <laughs> poltergeists. Unless you're a Patreon member. Um, they will then talk join us to there. you Friday. All right. Uh, yeah. If you want to check us out on Patreon, you can join for as little as $2 a month you get extra episodes i think we have like 30 extra episodes now probably <laughs> we got a little bit so if you're short on on uh listening material check that out <laughs> it's a good time <laughs> i agree <laughs> all right guys well thanks for joining this is the night guys podcast i'm liana i'm erica okay bye, bye.